1: Another adventure, another spellbinding story.
2: Join us on the floor. Welcome back to a new intro into the Xenoverse. You may know Alien or Aliens. This is the uh, world we will be jumping into. Made popular by the original movie Alien in 1979, directed by Ridley Scott. Now, he is not the screenwriter of this story, so uh, he was the one directing, but the guys who wrote the story was Dan O'Bannon and Ronald Shussett. These are the guys who came up with the original idea. So
1: you say they came up with the original idea. So I I have a question on that. Mm -hmm. Did they take like the comics and make a show or did they, or the movie was the very first by these screenwriters and then it sprung off comics and series and all kinds
2: of stuff. Yeah. This franchise was born in cinema. So this is its original creation. Uh, Now it is heavily influenced by H.R. Giger. Uh, He was a Swiss painter. And I want to give a little bit of an adult warning if you want to look at his art. Um, (laughs) Good call. Good call. But the original Alien, the Xenomorph, as they are often referred to, but the original script, they were called a protomorph. And the painting that inspired this alien is called the non Four, And the uh, ship that the people are flying is called the Nostromo, which is kind of a shout out to that painting that inspired this alien being.
1: Oh, wow. Like when you look at his art, like yeah like yeah the ships,
2: the, the everything the alien like, caves yeah yeah, it was like all really, very heavily inspired yeah, by his work
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it's
2: like straight plagiarism man. <laughs> it's like straight plagiarism. some of the ideas behind this alien is that they based it off of ants uh, that's kind of how they structured their culture, their society is ants, and then there's the uh, the red wasp. That will impregnate ants with their eggs. Eggs will develop inside these ants, and then the wasp will larva will eat the ant from the inside, and then emerge from its body.
0: Wow! Super, super cool. I like these that these screenwriters,
1: like they drew, like yeah, just so interesting to see where the ideas behind the original Alien came from. Right? They've seen this artwork, and they just love the imagery. And they imagined this alien that essentially functions like
2: these wasps did. Mm-hmm. As well as uh, there's a fish that has its eyeballs inside of its translucent skull that can see outwards. And that was also another inspiration for how these uh, aliens would operate. Yeah. So, I mean, looking at some
1: of H.R. Giger's work, like we see the alien queen and I wondered maybe he developed this post or maybe he was brought on to the project and developed it in, in tandem with the movie. I guess I don't know the dates on some of this work versus the
2: movies. Cause I mean, you well, definitely he, see the straight up alien queen. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he was brought on as, as an art director for alien and aliens. Both of them, he was very much there. But he, he did bump heads with Fox and didn't feel like he wasn't quite representative enough. Uh, Fox didn't really like him as a person and didn't really want to keep him on uh, moving forward afterward. Mm-hmm. I did want to ask you guys where your first experience with uh, aliens might have come from, perhaps the first time you... Saw the chestburster burster or anything like that.
1: Uh, so my first experience was as a kid. Um, my, my friends Brent and Eric wanted me to see this movie. I don't know if it was Aliens or Alien, but it was really late at night, and I like fell asleep
2: during it. Um, <laughs> so it was probably Alien. <laughs> Alien's really slow, very like drawn out horror suspense. So, well, and here's the
1: thing. Like, I really like sci-fi. Like, uh, a, a one time I even remembered, like, a friend of mine was surfing my queue on Netflix. He's like, you have a lot of anime. He's like, are, are you a big anime fan? I'm like, I don't like anime for anime's sake. I like anime because they do a lot of fantasy and they do a lot of sci-fi. And those are genres I really like. And no one else really does as much of that as as anime does. So it's like I don't like an anime because it's an anime. I'm like I like a sci-fi, and I don't care if it's an anime.
0: Okay. So did you ever rewatch Alien and Aliens?
1: Uh, So so getting back to this, so Alien the the Xenoverse is a a sci-fi universe, but I never really got that deep into it. And here is why: is that most sci-fi tends to be either mystery bound. Uh, which is it's kind of a discovery of mystery uh, and wonder, or uh, you, you're dealing with you know uh, complex political and, and different things like that, and so they're either political dramas or they're mystery dramas. But Alien, the 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 Xenoverse as far as the movies Alien and Aliens go, they're
0: whore, right? Well, they Aliens are... is not horror. Aliens is more of an action.
2: I I think all of Aliens has horror as a core, but yeah. Alien is 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 more just classic horror yes Uh, yeah aliens aliens, we get into action horror yes
1: and i don't like horror. um so uh one of my favorite authors brandon you know there's
0: another r in horror right? <laughs> you don't like horror. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to make sure you do Okay. So
1: anyway, so he he was actually talking about uh, structuring series and in, in the way he was talking about story development, he says, one, you have the setting, right? So we're talking about sci-fi, right? And second, you have the genre of the story itself, which could be, you know, a w- whatever. So, so and, and as we mentioned, it's horror. <laughs> Uh, and I don't like that. And so at one point he even did that with one of his books and like that, that, like he's my favorite author. I love almost all his books, but that one book I didn't finish because he had written it as whore and it was, it was a fantasy novel, but that was kind of the, the story uh, genre that he put in was horror, And I just didn't care for it. It is just not my genre. So I've never really dived deep into the Xenoverse. Because so often, or at least it started out in telling with that horror genre, as opposed
2: to the genres that I usually enjoy as far as the story itself. One of the things that uh, I think inspires the Xenoverse a lot is H.P. Lovecraft. It's uh, the cosmic horror, right? There are these unknown things out there that are just beyond uh, human capacity, you know, more powerful than ourselves. And that's something that plays into these stories in this whole universe. But like I said, so it starts on film. We have Alien, and that's a hit. And something about the character Ripley was this was written for a man. But Sigourney Weaver just nailed the part. And Ridley Scott was like, you know, let's do this. Uh, So this is our first really powerful female character taking the lead in film and, and being defiant and, and not being the damsel in distress, right? She is the hero. She's the one speaking like, Hey, we need to survive this. And, uh, and others, you know, they're, they they do not want to listen to her, but she's barking orders at them and, and they try to listen to her and are unable to survive and, and don't have the instincts that she has to survive.
0: I wouldn't even say hero. I would just say she's just not, dumb. She's not just <laughs> dumb. It's like he has a something we don't understand on his face. We should quarantine him. It's literally <laughs> in the book. Uh, it's high risk, guys. We just want to be safe. Everyone's like, well, no, that'd be mean. That's That'll hurt his feelings. Like, better his feelings that everybody dies. They were like, no, we'd rather die. And then they did. And then they did. So, I mean, it. It. I really liked those movies. I actually watched... Alien and aliens in the past like two years for the first time because I had never seen them.
2: And yeah, I was talking to like my it?
0: friend, you, Eli, <clears throat> and told you that I'd never seen them. And you looked at me like I had murdered half a civilization. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, obviously, I have to watch them now. I, <laughs> I like them. I look them at more. you like a xenomorph. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me like you were disappointed. Yeah, no, they're really good. I don't know which one I like more because they are one is classic horror and one is action horror and i tend to like action more but the first one is really well done the drama's you know drawn out really well and so it it rises in a really fun way and so they're both in my opinion stellar movies
2: and and both of these receive you know multiple oscars uh the one that's most common is is their special effects you know people hadn't seen this before in fact mm. uh when they made the alien movie they had some test groups you know they bring like a 100 people in to watch the film and during the burster scene they take pictures of the audience and, and those pictures are still around. You can see them, huh. and everyone is in absolute disgust, except for one guy in the back. He is grinning. Oh. He is so happy about it, this moment.
0: So, so that's the uh, that's the android
2: <laughs> <laughs> elements that we have in this. You know, uh, alien. It starts out in the year twenty one twenty two. So, hundred years in the future from now. And similar to Dune, we have a dude who's created a bunch of technology that has been able to make humans be an interstellar species. He's the one who creates the androids. Uh, he creates the hypersleep so that you can take people, put them to sleep on a ship. They can travel months and months at a time, they wake up, and, and you don't have to supply all the food and the water for them. Because they're
0: in stasis, basically.
2: He also develops a terraforming system so that they can create breathable atmospheres on planets that like extrasolar planets. Um, if you have your own energy or your own energy source on the planet, you can set up there. So this first planet where they run into the aliens, it is Archon. Okay. This is, this is a, a planet that is outside the Goldilocks zone.
1: Which is no, like out, oh, outside, not inside. Okay. Mm-hmm. all right. Outside of we, what they know. We need to take a break here, but when we come back, we can maybe explain what the Goldilocks zone is.
2: Okay.
0: Welcome back. So far, we've been talking about the alien universe and how the alien itself was based off an artist known as H.R. Geiger's uh, art necro necronomicon just his art in general so there are there are a few name
1: (laughs) but just his work in general
0: uh and we were just kind of going over why joe doesn't like the alien universe which was a weird thing to talk about joe but whatever and now we're getting into the goldilocks zone it sounds like
2: yeah yeah so uh this, uh, the Xenoverse is based off of our universe. Uh, in fact, the different planets that they select uh, are ones that we have already detected uh, with our current science. And so, planets that surround a the sun, there is the place called the Goldilocks Zone. You don't want to be too close to the sun, or you'll burn and. Don't you can't inhabit these planets? Uh, Mercury is a great example of yeah. one of these planets. Mercury and yeah. Venus,
1: too close, too hot, will
2: die. Yeah, yeah. Now, Venus is a greenhouse runaway effect. I can't remember if it's in the Goldilocks zone or That's not. It's true, yeah. So, that may not be, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I don't know either if it's in or out
1: of the Goldilocks zone, but yeah, they have a greenhouse effect. Good yeah. call, yeah. Or if you're too far away from the sun, it's too cold for. for for human life. So the Goldilocks zone is from the story of the three bears and Goldilocks, right? Looking for
2: that one that is just right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where that uh, phrase comes from. You know, you don't want it too cold. You don't want it too hot. You want it just right. So it's, it's the equator. (laughs) Equator of a solar system. If you will.
0: Yeah. There you go. (laughs)
2: Um, And so anything that uh, is beyond You know, in the too-cold zone, uh, uh, Wayland has developed uh, a system to be able to make people be able to live on these planets. So Wayland
1: is the genius who has opened the cosmos to mankind, right? With the the technology you were talking about, androids, hypersleep,
2: uh, interstellar travel, terraforming, right? So this was all Mm -hmm. Wayland, yes yeah and, and so he he creates the company Wayland yutani corporation uh and in alien you know they just call it the company right so uh i think by the time we get to prometheus we get a
1: little more detail on him in fact um my my entire familiarity with Wayland doesn't come from watching the original movies like didn't even register to me like it's in prometheus that I was like, oh, there's a guy kind of behind all of this.
2: Yeah, yeah. And he is the dude. Yeah. yeah.
0: Is that his yeah. name? The dude? Wayland <laughs> is his name. <laughs> it's the dude. Well, l-
1: let's take a minute here. Can you outline for us? So the, the, the Xenoverse or Xenomorph uh un- universe begins with alien. What are what are the I guess intellectual properties? Uh, that
2: are connected to this universe that people could explore if they're interested. Oh, uh, the different branches of the franchise. Yeah. So, so like,
1: let's say I, I somebody watches aliens and they just love it. Be like, I want to dive into this world. Tell us
2: where we can dive. Okay. I mean, we, we have all the movies. So, so list alien, them. go, go. Yeah. Alien, aliens, alien three, alien resurrection. We have an alien five coming out and that, uh, title hasn't been released because our COVID times has kind of rustled that one up. I feel like they named these movies, like they named the xbox <laughs> just like, <laughs> what's even going on here? <laughs> uh, we have, uh, you know, and that goes on and on, uh, the predator movies. They also are in the Xenoverse, uh, Obviously, Alien versus Predator and, and the second one there. Uh, so why, why are the Predators in this universe? How did that come to be? All right. Well, the comics are, are big. There, there's a large amount of a uh, comic series. And the comics, uh, they do quite a bit of crossovers. And, and they have an extremely successful one where they did Alien versus Predator. Um, okay, so it looks
1: like, I mean, it almost looks like a, ma- a a marketing strategy morphed the universe itself, is what you're telling me, right? The, the, the marketing team is like, we'll do some crossovers, we'll bring in new friends to the franchise, and then people are
2: like, people really love this, maybe we'll just make it a thing. So, Aaron, have you, have you heard of Dark Horse Comics? Vaguely, yeah. Okay, they cut their teeth on... Alien comics. That was their first really big, huge success. Was their okay. Alien comics? Interesting. And and so then they were given more and more rights to that. And their their crossovers they go pretty wild. There's Alien versus Predator versus Batman. There is Alien oh, versus oh. Predator versus Terminator. Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah, that would be, be <laughs> a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a showdown I want to see. <laughs> Shortly after Alien, we start getting Alien books. I think there's a collection of 27 books, and we have another one coming in October this year. Wow. That one is Alien Vasquez. Uh, Vasquez is a really tough chick in Aliens. Right. Yes, I remember Vasquez. Yeah. So it's probably going <laughs> to go really? into the, her... her history or her family, perhaps. The, yeah. the
0: one that was not as smart as Ripley, though.
2: Right. The more meat heady one. Yeah.
0: Yep. yeah. The one that didn't survive because she didn't listen to the smart one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Although you gotta you gotta
1: look at aliens and be like, how come nobody's listened to Ripley? She's the sole survivor of the last encounter with these. Characters. To be fair,
0: like she could have made it up, she could have exaggerated, <laughs> she like she's the only one. But I mean, after it knows. after
1: it devours or impregnates the first couple of people, will be like, oh no, no, your stories are dead on dead on. I'd be like, yes, there is no reason to exaggerate what went down there.
0: It was crazy. She just sounds like a scaredy cat, man. I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to give validity to these hands <laughs> who aren't very smart.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm saying.
2: Okay, so, so there's, there's a series of novels. We've got 26 books, 27th coming. Where, where else can we go? So uh, there's also audio dramas that Audible has produced. If okay. if you want more of not like a story, but more of a, that audio play style. Yeah. Yeah. You know, old school radio style. Uh, there's video games. The most recent one is Fireteam Elite, which came out last year.
1: Is what is it? There was a, maybe Aaron knows this. Recently, there
2: was a horror video game
1: where you were on a ship and there was an alien that you were like sneaking around and hiding from. I
0: don't remember if it was this genre. Alien Isolation.
1: There you go. Yeah. Was and that
0: in this universe? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. technically somebody's daughter.
2: I forgot who. I think. I think it's the Ripley's daughter, but I don't remember. Yeah, I haven't gone through that. Especially its expansions. Uh, I think, like with all of its expansions, it's just under a hundred bucks for all of the expansions because it just. It's really, really expansive on all of this. Wow. I I had no idea the universe was this
1: deep and wide. We also have Raised by Wolves and Season 2 just wrapped up. Okay, so I do have a question here. So so I watched Prometheus and Prometheus is very much horror genre as well. But Prometheus does some of the things I like sci-fi And that is that it looks at some really interesting questions about mankind, his place in the universe. But for me, what really pulled me in was a a clip where the android is having a conversation with a human about what they hope to find on this planet they're going to visit. And that conversation, I was like, I have to see that movie, even though it's a genre no, I don't like and there'll be lots of jump scares and all of that. But I was like, there's some really cool philosophical questions being Looked at in the movie, and so that pulled me into Prometheus. Do you have a specific there? Well, I don't. I don't want to throw out spoilers. Well, maybe. Oh, I'll sure. okay. So, but so, so uh, we meet Wayland in, in this show, and so Prometheus. They have found on this distant planet what looks like uh, an early visitor to Earth, like preceding mankind. So they think possibly. That the creators of mankind, the people who adjusted the code of the animals here on Earth to bring about humans are there, like the creators of mankind. Um, so and, and it's building on this premise idea that mankind is a runaway from all other creatures on Earth such that something happened. Either we were put here or somebody interfered with the natural course to create us. That's why we're so different from everything else. So that's the premise within the Xenoverse here. And so they think they have found the people who did that interruption to the natural course of Earth. And in, in the, I think the very first scene of the movie shows you that. And in that very first scene, you see they did interrupt the natural development of Earth, but it was
2: not on purpose. That had nothing to do with us. Uh, these creatures are often referred to as space jockeys. Space jockeys. Uh, now, now, in, in the, the film Covenant and Prometheus... Uh, Ridley Scott calls them engineers but these are the ones who yes engineers
1: that's what they call them the engineers yes yeah Yeah. so like I said so in the very beginning we see that and then we get early uh, exposition that they think they found you know uh, if not where they came from at least a ship connected to these people Mm -hmm. so Wayland sends his android on a mission there with these people who are going to investigate this and so they think they're going to meet, meet meet their creators and so there's a moment where the android is having a conversation with one of the humans and the human he asks him what is it they hope to find and uh a- a- and he says you know we, we hope to find our our creators and, and he says and what And he says and ask them why we were created and then the
2: david ant- looks at him and
1: says why did you create me? me. And he said, and it, the human's answer is the best he says we created you because we could. And D- David looks at him, David's the android, and he says, imagine how disappointed you would be to hear that same answer from your creator.
2: It's a beautiful moment.
1: It's a beautiful moment. Just like Dang, just like, wha- like like what if they just created us because we could the same way we make machines and cars, you know, or even more so weird inventions. Like, you know, like there's that famous um, catalog from, J- from Japan where they just release weird and wild inventions just because they could. You know, what if that's why my- mankind is because we could and we wanted to see what would happen <laughs> with no mm-hmm. no no bigger investment or anything <laughs> than that. So, yeah, it's a beautiful moment. And like I said, seeing that conversation, I was like, I've got to see this show. But yeah, so, I, so then I've been checking out Raised by Wolves. Now, Raised by Wolves is not horror genre, right? It's it's suspense and mystery. Yeah. Which is what really draws me to the, the sci-fi genre. And uh, so I've enjoyed Raised by Wolves. So I do have a question. In, in kind of the timeline of Alien, Aliens, Prometheus, where does Raised by Wolves fit? Because I don't know for sure. My guess is like way in the future, like – Thousands and thousands of years, but I don't know for sure.
2: Yeah, this is way in the future where uh, the xenomorphs are not a problem. And what has happened is on Earth, there is a great war between a a group called the Atheists and a group called the Mithraic. And they have destroyed Earth and have to now go out and explore and seed new planets. And this war probably took out a lot of colonies already. And and they are really starting fresh where they were interstellar, but this war probably devoured a lot of colonies already. Mm. And they have to start brand new colonies. Okay. All right. Tell us what you've got in store for us in the future, and we'll wrap it up here. Real quick, I I just want to let everyone know there's also tabletop role-playing games as well for this there's also models if you're into uh, modeling and all that uh it's it's really quite a large franchise but we we'll get more into the specifics of what the aliens are the different shapes that they take the different kind of mysteries that come along and and uh we have movie uh prey coming out which will be a predator movie and we also have a TV series of alien coming out and a movie in the works. But for now it's a bit delayed. Awesome. Uh, cool.
1: Aaron, any points of confusion that you need cleared up before we end it?
0: Sounds like I have some movies to watch. <laughs> actually, actually scratch that. I just want to read the comics. That's sound good. I might watch some more movies. Definitely. We'll get some comics.
2: All right. Thanks, Eli. Thanks for joining us. And. If you've been floored, go floor your friends. So, Eli,
0: you told us that there are a lot of different comics for the alien universe, like the aliens fighting Batman and the Predator and Terminator. What other cool comics of them interlacing with other cool characters do they have in these alien comics? Yes. And we will answer that in the treasure room. If you enjoyed this episode and want more on the topic, we record a special treasure room for our patrons after every episode. In the regular episode, we go deep. In the treasure room, we go wide. To enjoy the bonus content, sign up at the fluorite level or
2: higher. There is a treasure room for every episode from August 2021 and on. That's double the content. Two episodes a week instead of one.
1: Go to www.patreon.com backslash floor, fantasy and lore. That's floor spelled F-L-O-R-E. Select the Floorite tier or higher. Immediately after each episode is released, the Treasure Room will post the bonus audio on Patreon. They are identified by the tag Treasure Room after and the title of the episode. You can also do a search for the keywords Treasure Room and find all the
0: content you've been missing. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Tell us why you like listening to us. Is it our awesome deep dives? Is it our amazing back and forth? Is it our charming good looks? What would you like us to add or change? You can put that in the review as well. We read reviews. Yeah, and if you're going to be leaving us a review telling us what you like about it, maybe you even want to share the content with your friends. Uh, Like and share on social media. You can join us on Twitter and Facebook. We post memes. And we actually started a Discord, so come play with us.
1: So uh, a lot of the worlds we cover have a uh, retcon. Uh, if you're not familiar with that term, it's reconstruction. Or sometimes we might uh, use a bad source for some of our lore research. And if that happens, uh, feel free to email us at floorfantasyandlore at gmail.com. That is floor spelled F-L-O-R-E, lore at gmail.com. And if you're angry enough, we'll read it on the
0: air. <laughs> yes, we will. Also, The Treasure Room is now available. We have locked a few secrets for everything we cover in there, and each week we add more.
1: And uh, you can find The Treasure Room on patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. And how
0: do you spell that, Aaron? That's lore with an F at the beginning. So it sounds like floor, but it's not the floor you're thinking because it's our floor. uh, We hope you enjoyed your time on the floor. Uh, Think
1: about your favorite part of the episode. Now, think about your nerdiest friend. Who is it? What is their name? They want to know about the floor. Stop holding out on them. Go and tell them about your favorite part.
0: Because all of this is more fun together.